Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. Okay, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. I welcome you today for the public auction of 27 Smith Street in Gladesville. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know, if you are new to the world of auctions, terms and conditions are on display. I don't even know why I fucking started like that. For some reason I said, hey guys and girls, and it just reminded me of the way that I start um, auctions. And, ladies and gentlemen, it is auction week again as of next week. Hello to everyone. Let's do a rendition of that again. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to here today at 27 Smith Street. I want to welcome you here for the public auction. Today we're going to see over the next five minutes what fair market value is. Fuck, we've got to get a lot of practice. By the way, can I tell you the most important thing about a good auction? Listen to me very careful. It needs a bloody great real estate agent to have listed it in the first place. A good real estate agent to have actually given people hope, but not actually lied to them, so they allowed them to have four weeks of proper vendor servicing because they opened the door to continue to have a conversation with the vendor about price. But what do shit real estate agents do? They go in and they say, we're going to get you $2 million, no problem. And what do they do? They go back the next week, hey, we're not going to get you $2 million. we're going to get you $1.5 because the buyers think that the uh, bedrooms are too small. Well, hello, the fucking bedrooms were the same size they were when you saw the property. Oh, oh, they don't like it, it's not a busy road. Well, it wasn't actually picked up and moved, so guys and girls, get smart about it, drop this commission breath, overpriced bullshit, learn to list property on process and not price, and that's one of the things we're going to be covering at the Real Estate Gym Kickstarts across Australia and New Zealand in February. Hello everyone and welcome to this real estate, no it's not a real estate gym, this is a Sunday night rant. Hello everyone, do us a favour, press that share button down the bottom now, share the love and tag someone, we're going to cover six, yes, six principles that are going to help you build a world-class brand this year. Hello, Mike. Hello to you all. Gavin, how you going? Emil, good evening. You're the rock star. Hello, Sonia. Good to see you from Bali. By the way, I was watching a YouTube video. I don't know how it came up, but it was on that guy, Jared Badin Clay. You know, the real estate agent from Century 21 in Brisbane that killed his wife and is in jail. I was watching that video of him and then I was just thinking to myself, like, and then all of a sudden another video popped up from another guy that killed his wife and his name was Chris Watts in America. Do yourself a favor, go to YouTube and you can watch these live cams. I mean, the world of crime now has totally changed because coppers have got these cams on their bodies so you're seeing everything and you see the police interrogation man can i say something to you listen to me hello andy listen to me anyone out there 
that is thinking of killing their spouse. May I say to you, you're the fucking prime suspect. Number one, you are the prime suspect. I don't know what these people are thinking, like realistically, that you're going to be so smart that what you're going to do is to be able to actually trick the FBI. Hey, number one, you're the number one suspect. Here's my advice. Really simple. You don't want to get caught. It's called a divorce. Let's move on. Okay. So, why are we going to talk about this subject? Because I personally believe that brand is very much aligned to sales. Why? Because brand allows you to have opportunities. Sales allows you to actually convert those opportunities to deals. But unless you're at the table, you won't be actually having a conversation to show how good you are. So what I thought I'd do is share with you some um, great intel on how you can build an incredible brand. Now, rule number one, rule number one is called the law of expansion. The law of expansion. And brands become weaker as it expands and loses focus. Think about it. Brands become weaker as they expand and lose focus. You see, when you actually have this expansion going on, it dilutes the strength of the brand. And I'm going to give you an example. Think of Chevrolet. Chevrolet was trying to be everything to everyone, building new cars. Hello, Mark Novak. We're going to talk about Novak in a moment because that involves brand. So Chevrolet, right, you know, builds cars and they were building fucking prestige cars and high turnover cars. And you know what? They played the short game. They went in to pick up a lot of deals really quickly. But do you know from 1987 to 2001, Chevrolet, Chevrolet sold half the cars they were selling. Not only didn't they grow, they sold half the cars. So think about it. If I say to you, what does Chevrolet stand for? You then are really perplexed because you can't really think, what's the fucking Chevrolet, right? So gang, think about this. Think about it. But I can give you other examples. Like, you want me to give you some success examples? Okay. Tell me, in cars, when you think of Mercedes, you think prestige. Mercedes equals prestige. When you think of Honda, you think great engineering, a well-engineered car, a very good engineered car. When you think of Toyota, what do you think? Reliable. They're reliable. That's what all Toyota people say. Reliable. So man, I'm saying to you guys and girls, understand, we're going to talk about the power and the law of the word, which is one of the laws we're going to talk about today. But guys and girls, Marcus, let me give you a good example. Marcus Ciminello, who is speaking at the real estate gym. Let's have a look, Susan. What days? Melbourne. Melbourne is on the 14th of February. By the way, let me tell you, the real estate gym kickstarts. Sydney. 
13th of February, Melbourne 14th of February, Brisbane 15th of February, Perth 18th of February, Adelaide 19th of February, Auckland 21st of February, Susan's putting the link in there, and by the way, these are not these big money maker type things, what are the ticket prices? They are for half day, $33, I think that's what it is, or $39 if you're a real estate gym member, and I think it's $99 if you're not a real estate gym member. Susan's got the link in there. But let's get back to Marcus Ciminello, who's going to be speaking at one of the events. He has said to me a number of times, Tom, I had to make the decision to narrow my focus. So instead of just selling, you know, a $5 million house occasionally and a $200,000 or $300,000 unit bed sitter, what I wanted to do is to get known as the person that was Mr. Prestige. So at some point, I had to say, you know what? I will actually not do that kind of business and I'll give it to someone else in my team. And I want the Marcus Ciminello name to be associated with high-end real estate. That's what we mean by narrowing your focus. So law number one is the law of expansion that says it dilutes the brand. Law number two is the solution to that and it is the law of contraction. And a company brand grows strong when it narrows its focus. I'll say it again. You will grow your personal brand when you narrow your focus. Because if you're a real estate agent and you're trying to service all of Australia, it is really hard to get known as someone that is a specialist. Whereas if you're in one specific area, right? Let's even turn around and say you picked, you know, two or 3,000 homes and you become the go-to person in that marketplace. It could be a location. It could be a kind of real estate. You might be known as the person that sells penthouse units or person that sells beachside apartments or a person that is known as a boarding house specialist or someone that does blocks of units. I don't know, but what we know is this, that when you narrow your focus, and I'm going to give you examples of that in business, like when you think of delicate delis in the USA or even Australia, you know, delis are known to sell lots and lots of stuff. But Subway, Subway is this. Think about Subway, an incredible shop that's a deli that stripped out everything else that delis do except sandwiches. So what they do is they do these Subway sandwiches. And you know what? Subway is an extraordinary business that over the last two decades has had incredible growth because they have built a brand to be known for something. Now, I'm not saying you just got to sell one product. I'll give you another example. Aldi, for instance, they also have a brand, but what are they known for? Their niche is cheap. So they've got lots of products inside the shop but they've got one common denominator. They're cheap. So guys and girls, understand very important that as you're going by and growing in your business, you have to understand the power of brand. So law number one is the law of expansion. The law of contraction is law number two. So let's move on. 
Law number three is the law of publicity. The law of publicity. And the law of publicity says this. It says that in the early stages, it is so congested when you start, you know, working in business. You've got a lot of competitors. So what you've got to start doing is to find out a way how you can stand out. Why? You've got to stand out to win out. Remember that. And publicity is the way. Not advertising. Not in the early stages. Advertising comes in when you want to actually maintain maintain your profits and your market share. But in the early stages, what you want to do is to have publicity. And the way to do that is to find ways to guarantee publicity is, get ready for this, if you can be the first in a market to do something, that great gets publicity. Do you understand that? If you can be the first in the market to do that, and I can tell you examples, like at the moment I was thinking about Novax, a client that I work with on a regular basis, and I look at what they're doing in terms of marketing and brand. So what they're doing is positioning themselves as being an agency that is innovative and is meeting the consumer's needs of 2019. So what are they doing? They're jumping in to have that first move advantage. In fact, I would actually say to you, I would actually make that the law number four. Law number four, Susan, is the law of first move advantage. You see, when you have first move advantage, what happens is that people notice you because you move away from the commodity dungeon. The commodity dungeon is when you're exactly the same as everyone else. So what are some of the things that are trying to create a first move advantage for Novak? Oh, we're doing Sundays now here in our marketplace, and I presume that not many other agents in that area do Sundays. Oh, we're looking at trying to be open 24-7, right? Why? Because we know that we have consumers that have been Uberized by, what I mean by Uberized, that basically they want things when they want it, fast, and that relationship that they've got with suppliers is now being translated to the real estate industry and they want more. So law number three is the law of publicity because the law of publicity, can I just tell you, is the oxygen that is needed in the blood to keep it pumping in your business. And then you have advertising, then you have advertising to maintain your profits. So law number three, the law of publicity. Law number four, the law of first move advantage. Try and be the first move advantage. When you've got first move advantage, what actually happens is you have got a spot then that others have to try and take away from you. Let me move on to the next one. And it is the law of the word. The law of the word. And what do I mean by that? Associate your brand with a single concept. Please remember it. Associate your brand with a single concept, right? And in fact, I would actually say the law of the word is, um, think about this, Mercedes, prestige. Honda, well-engineered. Toyota, reliable. That's the only thing that you've got to start thinking about. 
what sentence or what word stands for your brand. I have to say to you, one of my strategic goals is authenticity. So I tried the Tom Panos brand, authenticity, right? Like, you might piss some people off, but you'll say the truth and you can't be everything to everyone because you'll become no one to anyone. So you've got to take a position. You can't just sit on the fence. So the law of the word is very important. And there's only one thing better. There's only one thing better than having the law of the word that people can really associate you with a word. And it is this. It is when you become so good that when people are talking about the competitors, they refer to you. That is the ultimate. That's the pinnacle. For example, um, Kleenex. People know tissues. They'll refer to, hey, we need to get some Kleenex. Or, for instance, search engine. Oh, just Google it. I mean, there is other search engines as well. But what actually happens is this, that when people refer to something in your category, right, what happens is they refer to your brand. That is the pinnacle. That is the pinnacle. Now, there's another law I want to share with you, and that is the law of singularity. And the law of singularity says that what you do is you strip away all the complexity and you get known to be for one thing. Subway did that. Subway did that. Subway basically said, no, we don't sell all this other stuff that a typical deli sells. We sell foot-long sandwiches or six-foot whatever you have. By the way, what do you normally have? Full or half? Love to know. Put it in the comments. Does it fill you up? Does a, does a half fill you up at Subway? I'm curious. Does a half fill you up at Subway? Anyway, let's move on to law number six, the law of quality, the law of quality. And the law of quality says quality is important. But perception trumps quality. Coca-Cola and Pepsi are really good examples. Coca-Cola and Pepsi are really good examples. Thank you, George Nichols, two halves. Let me explain to you. In taste tests, Pepsi beats Coca-Cola. In market share, Coca-Cola beats Pepsi. So what we clearly know is brand perception will trump quality. So... I have to say to you that you've got to start thinking to yourself, but by the way, I've got to say to you, when your brand becomes so strong, you probably won't even advertise. I mean, I was thinking about it. When was the last time you saw Rolls-Royce take an ad? I mean, I don't see Rolls-Royce advertising, but the brand is known. Think about it. So guys and girls, I'm going to run through those laws again. Number one, the law of expansion. The bigger it expands, the bigger the dilution of the brand. Law number two, the law of contraction. When you narrow your focus, the brand gets stronger. So if you're in real estate right now, stop trying to become everything to everyone. Pick a marketplace and become the go-to person. Number three, the law of singularity. The law of singularity says what you want to do is what Subway did, get known for one thing. Law number four, the law of publicity. 
do something, have first move advantage, move away from the commodity dungeon and get other people to talk about you because you are different. Sameness sucks. And number five, the law of the word. Mercedes Prestige, Honda Well Engineered, Toyota Reliable. What do you stand for? What do people think about you when you're not in the room? What are the words that they describe you? Then we've got law number six, which is the law of quality, where I gave you that comparison of Coca-Cola and Pepsi. And you understand, like, fucking think about it, man. MP3 players were out a long time before iPods were out, but Apple came along and won through band perception. Guys and girls, that is the rant. I want to welcome all our new real estate gym members, gym members that have joined the gym. Looking forward to seeing you in February. We are so pumped because this is the year we are going to smash it in market share. Why? Because guess what? If you're a C-grade real estate agent, you're going to get smashed. Because as Warren Buffett says, when the tide goes out, that's when you'll work out who's been swimming naked and who's had their swimmers on. See you later. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next?